So that's the choice of Noel for Rebecca, dedicated to her. Apparently she's moving to Kobe in Japan. Sounds like a wonderful trip and uh, wishing her all the best. Big in Japan by Alphaville. But that's not where we're going today. No, we were talking about Japan earlier, but not where we're going. No, we're going to Kenya, to Lamu, which is just off the north coast. And on the line is our one and only Vagabond, Larata Mohwatle. She's the author of Vagabond, Wandering Through Africa. And over the last couple of weeks, she has really quite delightfully given us some wonderful insights and just made me want to get on a plane and travel. And then I saw that uh, Rob Forbes tweeted something from a beach in Mauritius. And then I really realized that I have to have a beach holiday. It's crystal clear to me, crystal clear. Lerato. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> oh, okay, where are we going? It is a beach and I'm sure it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. Where are we going? We are going to the most magical encounter anyone will ever have for many reasons. We are going to Lamu in Kenya. The first reason is magical. It's along the Swahili coast. The Swahili coast starts in northern Mozambique, and passes through Tanzania, Kenya, and ends in Mogadishu, Somalia. So it's part of an archipelago. It's not actually one single island. There's a whole bunch of different islands. Um, no, there's, there's different parts of the Swahili coast. And... Depending on where you are, it's just an island. In other places, it's a series of them. Okay, so let's go. Tell us where we're going, to, what it's going to look like, what we're going to eat, and what we're going to do. Very little, I hope. Fantastic. Firstly, you will fly in from Nairobi, the capital city of Kenya, fly in into Manda Airport. From Manda Airport, you will get into a traditional boat called the Dao and sail into Lamu as if you are sailing in 1327 when the town was first established and you will get out. When you get out, the very, very first thing you notice is the hustle and bustle, how workers flutter in the wind, how people sit sipping tea, ginger tea and coffee or cooling down on homemade juice that's served from buckets. This is the very first thing you see as you land, as you arrive on the pier. Donkeys going up and down because donkeys are still the only mode of transport really around the island. At some stage, there never used to be a car at all except an ambulance. And now there are a few motorcycles. But for the most part, donkeys rule Lamu. They have names. They get taken on bots. And, you know, Scooby-Doo, the dog, the yes. character <laughs> in Lamu, Scooby-Doo is a, is, a, is a donkey. A little Scooby-Doo donkey. Yes. You know, that's how that's how important donkeys are in Lamu. And and another thing that immediately stands out is that you realize that you have stepped back into time. You realize that you have now arrived at a place where even though life has moved on in every sense of the word, you have also walked into a time warp that is very rare to experience elsewhere. The rarity lies in that Lamu is preserved. is the best preserved part of the Swahili coast. It's been it's in fact a inherited. World Heritage Site. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's been, it's been inherited for 700 years, more than 700 years 
dread. And the town, the island, still retains Swahili architecture. It's still mostly built with coral stone. Mostly mangrove timber is used. The colors are light there. The palette is very neutral. You know, there's a lot of verandas, a lot of courtyards. And most importantly, there's, because um, in places where life unfolds in public, there's always a very busy day life and busy night life, and they're very different. You feel the transition. That's what I love. And because Lamu is so small, you spend four days there, but because it is so small, it is fully immersive, and you get to experience all its sides. So, Lerato, I mean, what what I've always heard from Lamu, and I stand to be corrected here, is that it's got very luxurious accommodation. And I suppose the question is for those of us who can't afford luxurious accommodation, what else is there on offer? It only looks luxurious because it is. Lamu is perfect. It has... (laughs) It has the most exclusive residences. Some European royalty apparently have properties there, but it also has it also has um, an affordable travel and tourism infrastructure. Yeah. Accommodation is fairly affordable. You can stay at a at a private villa that you rent. If you go in there with friends, of course, the the the, the cost will be shared. But you can easily stay there at a, at a private villa with a or even an Airbnb that comes with um a private chef. And if you're there with four four other people for four days, I don't think accommodation will cost you more than six thousand rands, depending on where you're booking. For the entire like, time. You know, your, your personal contribution. Yeah. And um, also, Lamu, I think what you always need to remember about travel and budget, and thank you for raising this, places that we visit are tourist, des- are tourist destinations to us, they're holiday spots to us, but they are home first. Absolutely. So there's always that layer of local transport, local... Traditions. Local accommodation, local facilities yeah. that are still good. And in fact, that's how I first got to stay in Lamu and experience it. I was staying in one of those very local spots. I, I think it, it must have been costing me about 80 rands a night or something oh, like that yeah. back yeah. then, right? Um, so it, it, it's really affordable. And what makes it great on the pocket as well is that any place that has a fairly developed tourism infrastructure will always have activities to do that are exclusive, accessible, and free as well. We're going to have to leave it there. We need to go to a break. But, Lerato, every time we talk to you, I just feel my imagination dragging me to unknown places, places that I have not yet been to. And I wish that that is going to be something next on many of our lists because it sounds absolutely brilliant. Very, very briefly, food. What's the highlight of the food there? Seafood or others? The highlight of the seafood of the food in Lamu is to go on a on a to walk around Lamu Old Town at night just following the smell <laughs> so that you eat the street food. That is the best, the very, very best. Sad related on seafood. When the day you go to Lamu Go to a restaurant called Moonrise Restaurant and Bar in Lamu Old Town and drink the Dawa cocktail. <gasps> Let's go and drink a Dawa cocktail. Yes, that's what we need to do. We're going to the Lamu Archipelago off Kenya's north coast and uh, 
As uh, Larata was saying, it is the Kiswahili coastline. Sounds gorgeous. Larata Mohwatle, she'll be back again with us and uh, be talking to us about other places in Africa that whew, give us breath and joy to travel to.